jasoncharles.net. Art, art, art and culture. Begin to eat California. California Eating Radio with Tamara Palmer on jasoncharles.net. Really good. Begin to eat California. Monthly sound bites from the West Coast. Really good. Delicious. Welcome to the third episode of California Eating Radio. I'm Tamara Palmer. This month, I spoke with Kevin Chan, whose family-owned business, Golden Gate Fortune Cookie Company, has been in San Francisco's Chinatown for 57 years. His mother, Nancy Tom Chan, still works there seven days a week, and she wouldn't have it any other way. Let's check in with the Chan family, who are giving their hearts and souls into preserving a unique slice of San Francisco Chinese culture. So you've gotten a lot of attention from this article in the BBC. How did that happen? Uh, it was a misunderstanding. I, I just told that we have tough times, not me. Us, we means us in the city. If I have tough time, other people are even worse. That's why I'm trying to emphasize. I see. And then they make it, I have tough time. You only, yeah. I mean, I do have tough time, but it's not, not exactly what they thought. I really have tough time. So right, you're still here. Still here, yeah. and um, people say I'm closing and all this. It's just not fair. Yeah, I've seen a whole wave of attention locally, probably with good intentions. They want to make sure that people know that you're here. I'm here. But you're not, Still here. You're not necessarily in as much danger as... The other shops. So you've seen a lot of businesses that maybe were open around the same time as your family's business. Yeah, yes. Long Close. time. If I can feel it, 56 years, I have pressures. Other must have more. But has there been a, any kind of positive? Yes, I got people come over here and give me a lot of feedbacks. Over the year, the fans, uh, one of the clients even sent me $250 checks just for me to support me. To stay oh, wow. I will, I will, I'll take the check, but I'm not gonna cash it because it's, it's human heart from the human. Yeah, what a wonderful gesture, well, even if you don't take it. Gesture, yeah. I'm gonna leave there and frame it and leave it in the shop. And I even bought uh, some cookies to her house last night Aww. after I got the checks. It's not, it's not the money, it's, it's, it's the people. Mm-hmm. It's heart to heart. They love the cookies, they love my shops. So I gotta love them back. And I think something that I haven't seen mentioned in too many of these articles that have come out is that San Francisco is where the fortune cookie was created. Yeah, the cookie was invented in San Francisco and they said by a Japanese, and I'm not opposing that, it is. But the Chinese don't want to make it perfected, the Chinese don't want to make the machine to make real fortune cookies. At that time, the Japanese might just make it as a, as, as a fun, you know, like little waffle, mm-hmm. pancake, but they didn't make it popular, they didn't form the way we're forming right now. But they should get the credit for it, they should. So you're the only company that's using the machinery that you've got. Handmade. And was that machinery made? Especially for cookies. Here in San Francisco? In San Francisco, or? in the 50s. Oh, wow. So I own a couple of pieces of oldies there. Was it created to your company's needs? Yep, for the company's So you needs. said, I need this kind of cookie. Uh, no. it was created. 
just for that. And right now the machine have uh, automated machine that you can do a million a day. And mm-hmm. I don't can't do a million a day. I'm handmade, maybe 10,000. I had to work 14, 16 hours to get there. Do you have the demand for 10,000 a day? Not really, but sometimes I can't do it, but that doesn't mean I do 10,000 a day. You right, know, yeah. Right? But it depends on the weather. Like the past, past month, it's been raining. This year is crazy. It's keep pouring. Does that, that affect the recipe? Oh, no. It affects the business for sure. Mm-hmm. People don't come. And then affects the quality of the cookie because they will get cooler. When they're cold, they're softer. The harder, quicker. I know. And I, I like summertime. Summertime, the cookie lasts longer, like 10 seconds. Right now, it's about four seconds. Oh. They, they cool off in four seconds. After explosion, I mean, I mean, the machine, when the machine open, it's four seconds, gone. So that's got to be a real skill that they have in folding the fortune if yeah. you only have four seconds. Yeah. Right now, you're talking about human compete with machine. I mean, this is not something that's done in China, and no. it's not done anywhere else in America now. Uh, so we're the we're in the only place where it's happening. Fortune cookie was an American invention. It was in San Francisco, and no such thing in China. When you go ask for a cookie, they will look at you like a fool. What you talking about? So it's never been sent over as like a a joke or. Uh, no, all American and then European. Interesting. So it's just like what's this? You know, just American Amer- thing. Just American Chinese food. You don't get that in China. That kind of Chinese food. You know what I'm talking about, right? Mm-hmm. So. Interesting. So do you, what are your earliest memories of growing up here? My earliest one is I grew up here and the alley full of prostitution, gangs, and uh, sewing machines, uh, sewing factories. But noisy, uh, not friendly environment. But and right now it's totally different. And what's it like now? It's friendly. It's just like art, like like. Like alley, good alley. I put the lanterns on the alley. You know that? Did you notice when you go? Oh out? yeah. Yeah, at night that they they they're beautiful. Would you say that the people, other people who have businesses in this alley, are cooperative? Of course they did because we 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 bring a lot of uh, tours here. They got to upgrade themselves because they don't look like bumps. You can't do that, right? Mm-hmm. So they they a lot of people even in Chinatown and the city thank us for that. So, mm, and I'm keep continue doing this to you know to promote our culture our city and our communities so it's particularly the san francisco chinese culture yeah san franciscans and you do you make some other types of cookie products i, I make uh i make um chocolate cover i make strawberry and i organize matcha and chocolate cocoa cookies have you seen a bigger demand for the matcha in the last couple of years Seems to be really trendy. Uh, yeah, yeah. Before, before, don't nobody like tea. Now people think of the tea anymore. I suppose it's the the taste. There's all these new cafes in San Francisco that are just matcha. Yeah. Desserts. It's, it's a high demand now, but to me, it's not that high. It, it's just uh, the people love it now. They love to to have the cookies. So your mother is the only person living who has this recipe. Only her, and I don't want to over her because. I have her to do something because she's been here her life. She she'll get sick if she if she don't work or, or have something to do. So she would just she would come here anyway, anyway if she wasn't yeah, working. Yeah, yeah. She she feels sick because she, she don't like to be sitting home. That's her soul. That's her heart. There. Can't she can't live with that? 
Can you imagine a lady do, do cookies for almost 50 years? Wow. With no days off? Every day there? But is it no days off because she doesn't she don't want, want the day she off? She doesn't want the day off. Because she thought if the day she's off, the, the, the visitors and then the people come by here don't have cookies to taste. Can you imagine we close one day? You come over here, you are disappointed because the only day you come to San Francisco and I'm close. Do you work with local restaurants also? Uh, it's hot now because the labor here is uh, 16 now. And, and, and I take them an hour to fill a box. A box has 400 in there. And then uh, I, I just can't sell with that price. You, you get, I guess, undercut by the mass-produced companies. Yeah, they, they sell um, the meal, meal and day. About a million, they, they, they sell for $8.22 for 400 individual wrap cookies. Oh, wow. My labor is not even half of that. There's a few businesses in this area still that make some handmade products. Like there's the, uh, the Dragon Papa, Dragon Beard Candy place around the corner. Can you think of other handmade food products that you can get still in Chinatown here? Uh, not many. And I couldn't think of it. I'm serious. So that might be the only other it one. Might be the only one that attracts the the people mm -hmm. most because fortune cookie is supposed to be lucky, and harmony, and educational. Can you imagine? You can like the one I created. That you can write your own message in the cookies. You can just send a love and a note, just like that. I love you. It's real simple. I had a really good time trying to figure out what my three different messages were going to be. I think. It's a really fun gift idea for people or if people are doing an event or a party. And I just made an order a couple days ago and I'm walking out of here with 300 cookies. So it's kind of extra special treat where I can't think of another place in San Francisco where I could do something like that. I tell you, fortune cookies supposed to be motivation, uh, uh, meditation, and tasty. You know what I'm talking about. I like meditate people. It's mine. And... Um, and education for the kids to come see how it made, and and also um, it's a, it's a, a good good taste cookies. So everything should be just fit into the cookies. Yeah, it doesn't matter what type of food you have at a party. Like that's a good. Um, People like to eat, you know, like eat like like this summer with the one of the parents come by here and send the kids the message that go clean your room when mom and dad not home. <laughs> That's a good one, right? Every That's day amazing. Yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> That's a good message. Well, You've I'm, seen all I'm, kinds of psychology yeah, over yeah, the years, yeah, I'm yeah. sure. I'm sure I'm sure the people will love to read that because it's fun. It could be funny, it could be sexy, it could be Jesus, you know, it could be anything in the cookies, right? You told the BBC that there's been a lot of marriage proposals. Yeah, I did. I did a couple of them with the wings on it. And they put the wing in the cookies and then can you imagine the the, oh, wow. the other part opening up? Whoa my god. You said that there was something like an 85% success rate, and I wondered what the rejection story was in, well, in that. But then they, they, they not come back to me when they reject, <laughs> right? So I, I can tell you a lot of people love the cookies. They love the luck. They love to believe in it. And also uh, in the New Year's, we put, put money in it, like lucky money. And they want to open a cookie. Oh, my God, I got $20 in there. You know? Oh, wow. Well, <laughs> I, I did a couple of them, but they're not eating cookies just for fun. Just to have like at a table. Yeah, a table and then break do, you know, sit down, you know, get their own fortune. The fortune is twenty dollars or the fortune's an actual fortune. Fortune, yeah. Oh how fun. Yeah, we can do a lot of stuff, it's very creative. And the most important is our recipe is that you need the best.
Other people cannot beat it, for sure. So the last thing I want to ask you about is kind of just going back to what we were talking about in the beginning. You said that this BBC article felt like maybe it portrayed that you're the only person in San Francisco that's going through struggles with rent increases. Just what do you think about just not your personal situation, but just what you've seen in San Francisco, especially the last like five years or so? A lot lot of empty shop because it's really tough to do business because the labor went up and also um, the regulations. Lots of regulations, you don't know if you're not a businessman, you know what's going on. And they're very, very very tough on on the merchants. You know, even the, the rent control thing is, is tough too, you know. Rent control is part of the building, part of the property. So if, if the landlord have pressure, well, I'm sure I'm going to have pressure too, right? Did you ever have an opportunity to purchase this property? Never, because when I was here, it was association. They're not selling it. it oh, it's see. a non-profit. So a lot of people said, oh, this dude here, he, he, he is lying. I mean, he'd been there 50 years, he would have bought the the building already, you know, but a lot of stuff is not what you thought, you know, when you look at it, you know, you know, so I, I just ignore them, you know, I know how tough I am, just I'm the one getting the needle punching at them, you know, they can say whatever they want, and oh. I, I don't value that, because they don't, they don't know how hard it is, they don't understand is the, the, how hard. Well, I do hope that this a little bit of newfound attention will help business. When everything goes back, it always goes to you. You the one solve it. Somebody might give you a little guiding hands, but at the end, you still have to find the median thing to do it yourself. I don't care who they are. It's you. You the one doing the winning. You gotta solve it. Nobody gonna help you. And it's clearly more about more than money. It's about sharing a whole culture. Yeah, it's and hard. you know. Your mother's soul. Yeah. My know? mother's soul, my pride is happiness is serving. Okay? And to me, I always believe it's serving. Serving the community, serving the, the people, by helping people. And I did two nonprofits. This Golden Gate Artists Association, a nonprofit, was created by me. And help people to promote cultures. And, you know. And also I have the B Chinatown one. I'm one of the founders that create all the lanterns on the street in Chinatown. Well, thank you for your time today. Thank you for it's coming. It's been really nice to talk to you. Yeah. And when I, at last I want to ask something is, I love the people coming to, to visit me. Um, they get to have a cookies and taste how authentic it is. And also they get take a look at it and they go back with a fortune, with pride and happy. That's motivated me to keep going and carry on no matter how tough it is. I wish you the best of luck and longevity and success. We we will do it. Thank you. All right, thank you. Begin to eat. Time to stick a fork in episode three of California Eating Radio. To order issues or subscribe to California Eating Magazine, please visit californiaeating.com. Begin to eat California. California Eating Radio with Tamara Palmer on jasoncharles.net. Really good. Mm. Begin to eat California. 
monthly sound bites from the West Coast. Really good. Delicious. JasonCharles.net. Deep, deep talk, talk, deep, deep sounds. sounds.